Welcome to the podcast. My name is Chris Haquez, and this is Your Best Life Defined. If you're ready to launch your life and discover the secret to true happiness and success, you've come to the right place. Right on. All right. All right. Thank you for showing up today. I'm glad you're here. You woke up this morning and you're looking at your life and you crawled out of bed. The alarm went off and you're thinking to yourself, damn, seven days before you get to have any more fun. And that is if you actually had fun this last weekend. And you want to change that. So you wake up every day excited about something you get to do. You've come to the right place. I can't think of anything more important in your life, anything that has to be perfected and you should put all your effort into, it's your relationship. If your relationship's great, your life is good. They say happy wife, happy life. If you wake up every day energized by the person that you share your most intimate moments with, you can become unstoppable at anything else you do. The contrary is, if you're trying to climb your mountain and you and your partner aren't on the same page or aren't headed in the same direction, it's kind of hard to reach your goals in life if your partner is pulling you back down the mountain. Got you by one pant leg dragging you down. Ready to figure this out? Let's go ahead and talk about it. Oh, I tell you, if there were anything that I know a lot about, it's about relationships. I've been married to my wife, Sandy, for 41 years. And you've heard the story, but I th- you know what? I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it now when I look back. Sandy was 16 when I married her. I was barely 18. We had a baby on the way. There were six people in attendance at our wedding slash funeral because that's what it felt like. Two, two young kids getting married. We had a total of six people. There was a bride, the groom, the justice of the peace, and a wedding crasher that made up the crew. Sandy's brother, Jimmy, he decided that he wasn't going to listen to his sister or I, and he was going to show up for the wedding, and he did. We got married. Everybody left, and that left Sandy and I sitting on our broken-down, hide-a-bed couch, and our wedding dinner was Sonic Burgers. And while she cried, I sat there thinking about how good my burger was. All right, let's dig right into this thing. So relationships are tough. The toughest thing you'll ever do is develop a, an amazing relationship. But here's the problem that we face. Like Sandy and I, who were so young, we, we didn't know anything. I mean, honestly, didn't know anything. But the reason that we struggle so so much in our relationships and maintain that course is, if you think about it, we are loners up until the time we join that in holy matrimony, until we join in that union. And if you take that thinking one step further, how much less, how much training have you received in how to be a great partner? In most cases, we learn how to be a great husband or a great wife, a great partner, a great friend from the people around us, from our dad and our mom and our aunts and our uncles. Now, if you look at the current divorce rate, the rate of unhappy people or the, the married unhappy, obviously, that's probably not the best place to start learning how to be in a great relationship. They certainly don't teach it in schools, I think in part, and this is just me, I'm a kind of a conspiracy theorist, but it's just me. I think in part it's because 
failed relationships are good business for people like attorneys. If we were to teach our society how to get along and how to take their relationship from where it is when they started to an even higher pinnacle by the time they die together, you really wouldn't, there'd be like one or two divorce divorce attorneys in the entire world, right? Just my conspiracy here. But here's the truth of it. The reason that your relationship isn't rock and the reason you're not taking your relationship to where it should be or it doesn't feel as great as you would like it to, the reason you're not connected and you you aren't a cohesive team driving your destination, driving your goals forward is because most of us don't know how. And that was truly the case for Sandy and I. And what's sad is the more time you spend in that chaotic struggle to find what you cannot achieve or to achieve what you can't because you don't know how, the less time you'll have to enjoy those moments when you finally figure it out. And that's why I'm here, and I hope that's why you're here. Let's go ahead and dig into this. The reason that Sandy and I are so successful now is because we acquired the tools. If you don't have the tools to enact change in your relationship, and for that matter, in your life, you remain stagnant in the same cycle. Let me illustrate this. Think about it. We all have a cycle where two normal people, two people who share their lives together, go from compatibility to conflict. And it's always the same way. Think back to the last time you and your partner got into an argument about anything. It was initiated similar to how it's always initiated by a comment from one or the other. And regardless of how the argument starts, guess what happens? It escalates at the same rate as it did last time. And depending on how much you've had to drink, how tired you are, what time of day it is, and how long it's been since you've engaged in this kind of an argument, guess what? That's going to determine the length and severity of the battle. Now, here's the sad part. In the end, nothing will have changed except for the heartache and the level of pain you've inflicted on your partner. At the end of that exchange, you're not going to feel closer to your partner. You're going to feel farther away. And you can't, you can't move forward with someone you're not wanting to stand next to. But I can tell you this, if Sandy and I can do it, anyone can. The entire universe is a a ball of energy. When you think about it, the entire universe is this energy that's swirling around. And the way I see it, when good energy comes from us, good energy comes to us. There were me and Sandy where we had done it the same way we had always done it, and that is she would feel hurt, she would say something, I would feel hurt, the battle would ensue, and nothing would get done. And the problem is you can't do the same thing over and over again and expect a different outcome. And one of us had to make a decision to change. And because I was beginning to realize that I only have so much time left on this earth, and more than that, I only have so much time to spend with her. I needed to take the bull by the horns because I was the one that caused causing part of the problem. I was the one that was in charge at the time. So I'll never forget, 
I come home, Sandy's home. I can see there's a fire burning inside her. She starts talking. The conversation is cold, and then she barks it out, just like she always does. She makes some comment that she knows is going to cause me to fire up, to get angry, and to respond with a question. What's going on? What are you talking about? But I caught her off guard this time. Instead of me barking out what she expected, I held my tongue and I asked her, what's the matter? And she started again, even more angry. And then I said, okay, I get it. How can I help? And she was confused. She said, what do you mean, how can I help? And basically at that point, I explained to her that we weren't going to do it, or at least I wasn't going to do it the way I had been doing it. Instead of me being the bull that ran over her and, and, and gave her the reasons to feel the way she did, the reasons to be angry and frustrated and resentful with me, I showered her with kindness. I was her first responder. I told Sandy, I says, listen, I can't do it this way. So what I'm going to do is, you're hurt. You're telling me you want to do something that's bothering you what can i do to fix it does it take some self-control does it take you giving up who you are and what you may want yes but that's the only way for you to reconnect well the conversation didn't it ended there because she wasn't getting the response that she wanted and she didn't know how to proceed because all i was doing was being kind it confused the hell out of her. So I told her, I says, listen, here's the deal. Obviously, this issue is not over because you're not healed. If you bring it back to me and you come at me with it again, I'm going to give you the same response. So the next time you come back, come back with a solution. Tell me what you would like me to do to make our relationship better. And I promise you, I will do it. And before you know it, she was listening to Brene Brown's book, The Power of Vulnerability, which, by the way, is where I got it. See, I didn't know what I didn't know until my son introduced me to the book. I listened to that book three times, and all of a sudden I realized, hey, wait, here's something that might work. When someone's yelling at you, instead of yelling back, why don't you say, hey, how can I make you, how can I help you to feel better so you don't feel like you have to yell? How can I, what can I do for you? that will make you stop crying, that will make you stop feeling like you need to cry. If you're ready for change, if you're ready to take your relationship to a new level, stick around. All right, so the funny thing about relationships is it's... it's it, here's the thing. Let me just define this. I used to think that I could take it right back to where it was the day we met, but that's impossible. If you think back to any amazing food you've ever eaten, right? Anything you've eaten. I love chocolate. I remember there's a, egg, a, a sushi roll called Sex on the Beach. It is the most amazing sushi roll I've ever, I've ever eaten, right? And usually I'll order one every time we get back in town in Florence, Colorado, right? But and I've had a number of these sushi rolls, but the problem that you have is once you've tasted something, it will never taste as amazing as it does the very first time. And that nothing's more true to that than our relationship. I'm sorry, I'm not promising you, and if you think that's where it's going to go, and maybe, maybe, I mean, depending on how energized you are and, and your mindset and the story you build around it, I guess... I guess anything's possible. 
But don't be disappointed if you're not sitting there just in a fever for each other like you used to be because there's all kinds of things that contribute to that. Eight, nine hours working, kids, debt, obligations, stress, and of course the damage that we do to each other, right? But what you can do is you can wake up excited and instead of fighting against each other because you feel like your partner isn't listening to you or they don't understand you. Imagine how amazing it would be if you could wake up and you look over at me. Hey, listen, listen, baby, I was I was thinking, what do you think? And instead of them shutting you down, they go, well, let's talk about it. Let's think about this. And they get excited with you. And maybe this little idea works. And before you know it, you're talking about taking a three-week vacation. You're talking about eliminating your debt. You're talking about, about spending more time together, doing what you love to do, right? The only reason that isn't happening in most relationships, the only reason that isn't happening is because we don't know how to make it happen. We don't know how to get past our brokenness. As individuals, I came from a long line of damage. I mean, there was three attempts on my life before I was three. I was born in 1961. Premature, two pounds, six ounces, a premature baby in 1961. Premature babies didn't live long in 1961, right? About two years old, my mom and dad moved into a new apartment, and back then all they had was oil-based paint, right? So they're running around getting this apartment ready, and I don't know who did it, but someone put paint thinner in a bottle, a, a pop bottle. And of course, being the kid that I was, I took a drink of that pop bottle, right? So I know how to struggle, right? I know how to struggle, know how to get it done. But my point is, the damage that you have, unless you set that aside and, or control it, that's going to damage the relationship you have. So you got to continue to drive forward. you got to continue to drive forward. When we get back, we're going to talk about how we're going to do that. All right, there are three steps to achieving any goal. First step is to define it. You want an amazing relationship where you support each other and you inspire each other and you love the time you spend together and love the sound of each other's voice? You got to start by creating that destination in your mind. And what that means is every day when you wake up, you wake up with an intention. As you put your hand on your phone, you pause a minute and you remind yourself that today, at least when it comes to your partner, every interaction, everything you do is going to come from a platform of kindness. It's, remember, it's, it's hard to be mean to someone who is being kind to you. It's hard to be snarky when you sit down on the couch and you cook supper. And before you can even say it, he says, hey, baby, just here, you want some wine? I'll get you a glass of wine. And then you stay right there. I'm going to do the dishes. Or, hey, listen, why don't you just stay there and enjoy your wine? I'm going to put the kids to bed. I'll read stories and everything. I got this. The goal, if you want your partner to be excited about you, you got to give them a reason to be excited about you. Kindness means they don't have to ask twice. Kindness means that part of your agenda every day is to figure out how to make their life better. Because when it's good, it's hard to let go of. When things are amazing, it's hard to be mean. It's hard to say no, right? 
strategy to find that goal. Now, since it's your partner, that's where the conversation comes in. The next step in it is to create energy for that. If it takes you waking up every day and before you do anything else or before you leave out the door with that bullet fast kiss, you take that moment every day to put your arms around your partner and declare to each other that you promise to do everything you can to make the relationship better. You promise to do everything you can to love them more today than you did yesterday. That builds the story. That puts fuel in your tank. Can you imagine what she's thinking when she's at work and she can't wait to get home because you got some crazy-ass surprise, like you've got the whirlpool tub full of bubbles and there's a bottle of champagne in there, and he took the effort to do it? Can you imagine how she's going to feel about you? That's the action. That is consciously deciding on actions you can take to make your partner smile to make them cry happy tears because they had completely forgotten that side of you and now you're standing right in front of them that's all it takes and then what you're going to do is you're just going to repeat the process you're going to wake up every day excited and it's important to hold accountability so every night before you go to bed talk about it Talk about where you wanted to be for the day and your failures and your successes and how tomorrow it's going to get better. And before you know it, your relationship is going to be on the top of the world. I hope I've inspired you. Um, I wake up every day and I have one goal in life and that's to do everything I can to change the lives of those around me. And I know it seems kind of silly. I'm always making noise, always posting my crazy ass stuff up there. But the truth is there is nothing that feels better to me than to watch someone, the spark in someone's eye when they get it, right? When they're sitting there listening to me and it's, it's grinding on, grinding on, all of a sudden they figure it out. I've given you the tools, define it. Get excited about it, build a story around it, and then take action on it. It's worked for me my whole life. I talk about writing a book. I write a book. I talk about doing a podcast. I do the podcast. I talk about how amazing my relationship is, and my relationship becomes amazing. You can do it too. Follow those steps, and I guarantee you will become unstoppable. All right, guys, I hope I haven't bored you. I'm really trying to add some energy to this and add some content to this that will actually guide you in the direction that you want to go with your life. Now, understand that if you take these same concepts, that same three-step process, you can apply it to anything in your life and you can be successful. In order for that to happen, though, you have to be able to create that from within yourself. Next week, we're going to talk about the podcast is going to be Find Yourself... And it's important because if you don't know who you are, you can't become the best version of who you are. So I hope you'll stick around for that. Show back up. Get those likes. Hit those likes. Uh, Check out the book. It is Living and Traveling in an RV, The Ultimate Survival Guide. Shoot me an email. You can email me at yourbestlifedefined at gmail.com. If you have questions or ideas about the show, I really appreciate you showing up every day. And in closing, I just want to remind you. That if you launch each day from a platform of kindness, 
each night when you lay your head down, you'll have a smile on your face and joy in your heart. See you next Monday.